0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. As always, my name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, and today a special women's soccer edition of the Wear the Bear podcast. The schedule is out, as we talked about before. The season now underway as well, in your Golden Grizzlies women's soccer team, uh, as the kids would say, as I welcome in Juan Pablo Favaro here, the women's soccer coach, Juan Pablo, the kids would say it's on and popping right now. Well, they would say that a couple years ago, but <laughs> trust me. You know, that's that's what it is. Yeah, you guys got it popping right now, my friend.
1: Yeah, you know, obviously off to a positive start, which was critical for us this year um, uh, to just get off the gates uh, sprinting. Um, The girls did the job over the summer, uh, which helped us to, to set the stage that, you know, obviously it's the scariest time of the year for us when they're not around us for about three months. So the team showed up in shape. They showed up uh, motivated. Uh, obviously, all the work we've been doing over the last two years is starting to, to pay off and come together. So, uh, you know, it's it's nice to to have the team where it's at right now and for them to get the payoff of all the hard work in, in this first opening weekend.
0: And absolutely, Wampa, you guys got the results. Of course, that 1-0 shutout victory over Valpo, a 2-2 draw against Eastern Michigan one-zero 0 one on the early season. And, and Alexa Sabah has, has really been a story. A couple of goals already this season. She equaled her goal output from last season. Uh, you guys just putting the ball in the back of the net, which was something that was a big-time struggle last it, year. It
1: was, right? That, that was probably our Achilles' heel. And uh, and we were unfortunate in some games where we were creating the chances and their their keepers would make great saves or we would hit posts or whatever. In the end, in our sport, as you know very well, we have to put the ball in the back of the net um, to have a chance. So for us to, uh, you know, to get off the, uh, to this good start, scoring three goals in, in the first two games, uh, and and great goals. Um, you know, we, we had uh, obviously Alexa scored our first one, which was a a very good uh, goal on her part, team goal. Our second goal uh, was a phenomenal solo effort from Ashley uh, Postma. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, t- 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 take a look on our social media. It-, it-, it should be in a top 10 list somewhere. <laughs> uh, it was that good of a goal from from a long distance out, uh, almost upper 90. Uh, and then, obviously, a very important goal uh, yesterday in the game against Valpo from Alexa. Again, a nice solo effort with, with a great pass from from Kendra Zach. And so, you know, we're we're playing good soccer, and 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 obviously the the payoff there has to be that we have to finalize place, we have to finish off place, and so that's been a point of emphasis. Uh, it started to click towards the end of, of of last fall, and and then into the spring. And so it's nice to see Alexa and our other forwards are playing really well as. As well and so I think we're 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 going to score more goals than last year and obviously that's that's critical for us
0: you yeah, know well, as I sit here and talk to you there's just there's a different energy to you you know there's a different vibe to you and it's interesting to me because you and I would have discussions last season when you were going through this when you were in the meat of this and you said hey we, we, we just we have to keep going that's all we can do is we have to keep going and You had some things break right for you, and and you experienced some success, and you guys advanced to the conference semifinals of the Horizon League tournament. You you fell to Milwaukee, obviously, as as we know. As you look back, your level of excitement now, you guys are getting results. As you look back, really how critical was that run of play looking? Because some people will say – your momentum. How can that carry over from season oh to season? Uh, as you, how critical was that run you guys went on right now? I mean,
1: I, I said that all along, right? As as last season ended, and I've said this in private to our team, and I've said it in public. Um, most teams would have rolled over and literally died uh, in in how we started the year last year, and and for our team to to push forward and to keep grinding out was was such a critical aspect for not not just our soccer. Uh, you know, as you know I do a lot of sports psychology things and I teach I, th- I think I'm a really good teacher of what grit is and and I have all these things to teach grit, but in the end you have to live through a circumstance or live through through situations that that are extreme and, and we were in an extreme situation. I mean I'm not talking life or death. This is sports. With it within the realm of soccer the, the you con- were an extreme Within situation. the context of our season and, and honestly of, of, of where this program was gonna head. It was a pivotal point. And that's why I was so proud of our team, because they made the right choice to stay positive, uh, to to keep believing. And again, I've coached a long time, and most teams would have literally just closed shop and, and hoped for next year. But what teams don't understand is that if you make that decision that's going to carry also to next year. And so you're going to start off with with a pessimistic attitude and a, and a poor mindset. And so f- the big victory for us was not just winning those games at the end, not just getting into the conference uh, tournament and then obviously advancing to the semis. It was the, the lesson learned about grit and determination and resilience that, uh, that just changed. It was it was that literal pivotal moment for I, I believe not just this team but, but this program's trajectory. So um, we're back we're back where we need to be in terms of the direction. We still have a lot of work to do um, with this team. But it, 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 that changed everything. And it's carried through. Even on on, on Sunday's game, we, we played a really good first half of soccer where, where I thought our possession was phenomenal. We were creative. We were dynamic. We scored the goal. We're up 1-0. And then, obviously, you know, NCAA college soccer being what it is, um, you know, Valpo wasn't just going to sit there and let us win. They, they fought, and then they made it hard for us in that second half. And, and things kind of weren't going our way. Um, we, we lost a little bit of that edge and that creativity. But our team – Already knows how to be gritty and resilient, and so we were able to withstand their push, um, and then overcome and pull out a result on the road, which which wasn't you know an easy result to come out with for us. But again, so now we have both. We have that resiliency. Uh, we're starting to play better soccer. So that's probably where you see my my excitement is is that it's a little bit more enjoyable, not just a win. It's a lot more enjoyable to to watch our team perform like that. It's really exciting for us.
0: Yeah, because I know you rolled in with the caramel macchiato today. (laughs) You know, you got the smile on your face. And and certainly, Wampat, look. Uh, you're not taking a victory lap i know you and i know what you're about this because there's no victory laps to be taken yet i mean you don't Absolutely. win championships here in august there, there's no question as it relates to, to ncaa women's soccer however when you look at the way last year started th- this certainly is to be celebrated what's happened so far
1: yeah you know celebrated perhaps is a strong word definitely uh excited um grateful um and and, and using it as fuel um you know, feels uh, feels good to win. It right? does. Yeah. And then that's why we all do this, right? No, Nobody, <laughs> even the tie, right? The, the tie uh, on the first game, um, we played well enough to win that game. Uh, and what was interesting is, you know, obviously losing that game would have, would have not been an ideal result and tying is not an ideal result, but, but we didn't take the ties to win. And so I, I, for me, that was a positive sign on, on my team's mentality, um, we were satisfied with our performance and how we played, and we talked about what we could do better in the next game, but there wasn't the sense of satisfaction, and, and so I don't see or sense the sense of satisfaction after the win. I think if anything is going to keep, uh, again, uh, pushing us forward and motivating us, we have a we have a lot of depth, we have a lot of young players, uh, and so our, our training level has been phenomenal. Um, but our, our performances in the game, we've had some, again, really, really nice moments, uh, both defensively and, and in attack. So, so that's where the excitement comes from. But no, we're not ready to celebrate anything. Uh, this is just beginning. We still have a lot of work to do, and our team understands that. Uh, but I think they're, they're up for the task. I, I don't believe our team will allow uh, ourselves to get complacent at any point in time.
0: You're listening to the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. If you like what you're hearing, if you're a Golden Grizzlies fan, you can subscribe on iTunes. Just search Golden Grizzlies. Also on SoundCloud as well if you're not in the uh, the Apple world, as a lot of folks are not. So you can listen on SoundCloud as well through the app. Any way that you can consume a, a podcast, you certainly can. My name is Neil Rule here with Juan Pablo Favaro. A special women's soccer edition of the Wear the Bear podcast. and. that's a great segue by you coach because I I did want to bring that up and you you spoke about your youth and with Alexa being a sophomore and, and coming out two goals early on in the season as I said earlier matching her output from from last year certainly is shaping up to be a very capable goal scorer because it's it's you don't you don't get game winners and and you don't get two goals in two games by accident. It, it's something that you're obviously talented if you can do. Players like Alexa, sophomore, and how young really your team is. That's got to get you guys excited as a coaching staff because. You don't have to sit there and and sell people on it. You don't have to tell. Just look at the video. The, right. the, the results are the results. You you are what you are. And and, and Alexa in particular is, is is off to a great start. You know that, that's gotta that's gotta be great for you guys as a staff because it's there on film.
1: It is, and, and obviously Alex, uh, you know, is a player that we believe has tremendous potential to, to score way more than 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 the two goals she, she was able to score her freshman year and. Obviously, she's off to a great start, Um, you know, with her, like with any of of our other young players. The challenge is let's keep going. Let's let's again not get complacent. And so uh, she has the potential to score in double digits. Um, And we believe we have some other players on our on our on our roster who can do the same, Um, including, uh, you know, uh, some of our upperclassmen like Sierra Grudzinski. So it's just a matter of of you know, again, getting into that flow, getting confident uh, goal scoring is a bit of a, uh, there's skill, but there's a bit of a art to it. And there's a lot of mentality that goes into that. Right. And so, so we feel good about that. Like you said, we're, we are young. We have 12 sophomores, seven, seven freshmen. So that's 19 of our 25 players uh, are, are underclassmen. And so, yeah, we look ahead um, and, uh, you know, it's certainly this year, you know, it's our 25th anniversary. So there's right. a little bit of looking back that we're doing and looking at the legacy of this program and, and the previous players and coaches that have been here and the foundation they have laid. And, and, and we are, uh, one, uh, grateful for that. Number two, we're motivated and inspired by that. Certainly we look forward to the future as well, and and, and we uh, have an excellent 2020 class already committed, almost wrapped up, um, with seven new players coming in next year that I think are going to be phenomenal as well, um, and obviously beyond, as you know, college soccer, we're always recruiting. Um, but the focus obviously is on the present and so you know we're young but we're not going to allow that to be an excuse uh our juniors and seniors have done a great job in buying in all in to to our philosophy our values where we want to take this program and without them uh this this would not work and so um uh, this this group can can do something special this year. We, we believe that and we're going to keep working hard to help them reach that highest level of excellence.
0: And you talked about the, the alums and the legacy, and you guys certainly will have something special coming up on September 15th when Michigan State rolls into town. Uh, legacy and Alumni Day, now now you have reached out to to all those who have come before, yeah. and, and you guys have set up uh, some neat stuff that you're doing as well. Bring everybody up to speed on that. With our next Wear the Bear Women's Soccer Podcast, we'll get more in detail with the nuts and bolts and yeah. how everything yeah. work, but just give everybody kind of a 30,000-foot look at what you guys are planning for that and how they can get involved.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's just basically that. It's a celebration Weekend uh, that weekend we're going to bring the future we're going to bring the past and we're going to focus on the present because we are bringing our our incoming 2020 class uh, that that weekend on that Friday through Sunday so that'll be uh, our official visit weekend uh, the the Saturday we have uh, an alumni game uh, in the afternoon as well as uh, this dinner uh, event where we're going to be revealing this special. Uh, legacy wall where we're going to have all of our alumni, uh, any part, uh, any player that's uh, played in the past here or coach is going to sign this this legacy wall uh, and we're going to reveal that concept uh, uh, and actually start having people to sign that and that's something moving on that our seniors on Senior Day will sign this wall and and we want again just just this, this reflection on the strong history of this program. Um, and then on Sunday, obviously we focus on on what matters most to us is is the present, and we have obviously a very tough game, um, you know, against uh, Michigan State coming here. Uh, so we're excited to play them at home. We we played them on the road my first two years, and so it'll be nice to to have a big crowd uh, where we celebrate again past future and and the present uh, in that weekend so uh, really want uh invite all alumni to come to that um, so we can recognize them honor them and and so they can uh, again sign their names on on this legacy wall because they're they're a part of this program and anybody who's played here is always going to be a part of this program
0: and certainly Wampa that's something that I've talked about in the past uh, with everybody really I mean when I get the opportunity to speak to Players, coaches, everybody who's been a part of, of the whole Oakland Golden Grizzlies mm-hmm. community. I mean they they don't. I don't think they realize it at the time when they leave, but the the work, the imprint that they made is something that I've used to to reach aspirations, even in my own in Absolutely. my own personal field. I mean, I've gotten the opportunity to do some pretty cool things, and it's because of the fact. You know, it's something I always talked about. I was. I'm, I'm a local product, and I was either going to go to Eastern or Oakland. And mm-hmm. I went to Oakland because they went at sports. Like mm-hmm. that's, I didn't look at it academically maybe as much as I should have <laughs> or whatever. But that, but they they did that. I went here because right. they won, and and all of that. Is has gone into it and it's something that the people that carried the brick before you know I think sometimes it gets lost it gets forgotten sometimes how, how big of a part of the now they are
1: it it, it does and so again this is a, a, a way for us to reconnect sure. and, and we want we want that we want that constant looking back uh, looking ahead and focus on the present, right? And so uh whether it's the 25th year like this year or next year the 26th, we just want to make sure all of our alumni feel like they are a part of the program because uh, they are because they are and they always will be regardless of of who the coaches uh or which players are here. Uh, you know, this is this is family. This is part of their story. Um and and they're a part of our story, right? And so uh, we're really trying to make every effort to reconnect them back uh, to, 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 to our family now and, and, and their program. So we're excited about it. I, I think it's going to be a really, really uh, fun uh, weekend where we can celebrate uh, a lot of a lot of positive things of this program for for the last 25 years.
0: And you'll be able to catch up. We'll have more details for you on the next uh, Oakland Women's Soccer Where the Bear podcast that we do brought to you by the Evans Law Group. And, Coach, before we wrap things up here, you spoke about the present. The present is this Thursday. You can come out to the Oakland soccer field. Eastern Kentucky will be in town. If for some reason you cannot make it out, the match will be available on ESPN Plus as well. The following week, you guys will head to Toledo before uh, – some small school, named Notre Dame, <laughs> yeah, uh, the Fighting yeah. Irish, come they, here to. Town. They haven't won national championships or anything in women's <laughs> soccer. Uh, no, we're
1: we're obviously got to take it one game at a time, and like we've we've taught our team uh, since since we started here, and so obviously our focus is solely on on Eastern Kentucky. Um, a team that we, we have not seen uh, personally, our staff. And so uh, we, we want to make sure we're prepared for that game. And, and uh, today's an off day. Tomorrow we'll start training again, preparing for that. Uh, we'll have a little bit of an extended break there between games. Um, uh, and so then we'll focus on, on, on Toledo. Uh, And once that's done, we'll we'll look at Notre Dame. And so that game, honestly, right now does not matter. The Notre Dame game does not matter. And I know for the media and for us, you know, obviously it's it's exciting for for Oakland to host – Uh, a school like that and next year we get to go there uh which congratulations well yeah and and and, and if if it wasn't enough we get to open up the season against them in 2020 but for someone who's not from the U.S. right as you know I was born in Argentina and and you think of you think of like American schools and and you think of the Michigans and you think of the Notre Dames and 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 so for me to go there uh you know and and experience that is going to be fun um, but um, but you know in the end it's a soccer game and we have to prepare our team uh, to compete and and to test ourselves and um, I, I I only think good things come of those games when you're ready for those games when I scheduled this three years ago because this game was scheduled when I got here I got the call and and I, and I it's like oh my gosh that's a big game that's a big ask but. You know, we, we felt like we could get this program to at least we could be competitive on the field. And so we'll see. We'll see where we're at there. But again, our focus uh, has to be Eastern Kentucky, and, and that's what it'll be uh, right now. And we look forward to, to starting our, our home portion uh, and, and being at home and having a great crowd. I think... Th- Man, I, I just, I just really, I'm so excited to have fans come and watch us. Our two scrimmages were scrimmages, um, and we've gotten better uh, in, in the games every, every time we played. Um, and so I'm excited to see, to see our team perform in front of the home crowd under the lights. Uh, and, and I'm eager to, to hear, you know, because I think people are gonna, are gonna be a little bit maybe shocked is the word, I don't know, but certainly impressed of of how our team is, is playing and what they're capable of. Uh, it'll be a tough match, uh, but uh, but we want
0: to come out and play at our highest level. So come on out to the Oakland soccer field, take a look. There's a lot of buzz in the air with this women's soccer team. Come see what all the excitement is about. So for women's soccer coach Juan Pablo Favaro, my name is Neil Rule. Thank you for listening to the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Well, see you later.